Hey. Okay, now I can, ha -ha. I can see me, but I can't see. So, there oh, are. there you are. There you are. I Jeez see you. Please, man. <laughs> I don't know why it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't even remember why the hell we met. Welcome to This Commerce Life. This is a podcast aimed at small, medium entrepreneurs focused on commerce. I'm Phil, your host, and Kenny, your co-host, will join us as well. And we're going to talk to you about the world of retail and commerce and how things are changing in the world. I, I do have a funny story on this. I um, so when when I was when I worked for Johnson and Johnson, one of the categories that I looked after was women's health. Um, so I did you know stay free care for OB, yeah. um, care. I bought that stuff. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so at one point, the uh, a close friend of mine happened to be the trade marketing manager at Kimberly Clark for Kotex uh, at the same time that I happened to be the, you know, the, the sales track guy for uh, Johnson and Johnson Femcare. And we, we were pretty good friends, right? I, I'd known him a long time. And so when we got together for lunch, uh, we did it once, um, you know, over the span that we both covered these categories, but it was the weirdest lunch ever because we, we thought, you know, at the time we were emailing each other going, hey, you know, let's get together, let's, let's connect for a lunch or whatever and just kind of hang out and shoot the shit. And then we realized that uh, when we got there that he was Kotex and I was stay free. That's and, a perception issue, eh? <laughs> so it was the shortest, quietest yeah. lunch ever, right? Because both of us went, fuck, we, we shouldn't be here. Like, I want to catch up with you, but I am really afraid that I'm going to say something or you're going to say something. Or someone's going to see uh, you and assume you said something. Or somebody's going to see that the two of us were hanging out together. I mean, yeah. we're, like, you know, um, when you're a sales track guy or a trade marketing guy, you're not exactly famous. But, you know, when you work in the industry, as long as we have, people know who you are, right? And so, like, just the two of us together was a bad thing. So I think we had, like, a half-hour lunch, like, long enough to order and get food. And we talked about things that, you know, I mean, we're pretty good friends, but we, we didn't really talk about family. When we got together, it was, you know, like, hey, what's going on? What do you hear? What's going on? You know, what's happening in the trade? You know, like, yeah. you know, what's happening in companies? But it literally got awkward so fast because, like, hey, so what's going on? Uh, you know, not Nothing. much. <laughs> not much, you know, stuff. Like, and what about you? Stuff? Like, well, what happens if the Procter & Gamble uh, trade marketer walks into the same restaurant? Yeah, no, then you're And screwed. sees you guys there. Yeah. Like, what are they going to so say? So screwed, like, so right? screwed, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's unfortunate, right? Yeah. I mean, because even on the industry on our side, I mean, you know, the East is different than the West, definitively. Yeah. Like, in the, when we used to walk trade shows, you know, if we saw, you know, Save-on guys, pharmacy yeah. guys – yeah. Gives a shit, man. We're all yeah. friends. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And you go out and you have a yeah. beer or two. And we never we talk business, yeah. business because one, nobody cared enough. Yeah. And two, you know, you're not going to do that. Yeah. All the East guys, nobody talked to anybody. Yeah. Not to us, not to themselves. <laughs> like everybody. They must have this memo on the wall yeah. thou shall not talk to anybody outside of your own. Yeah. yeah. And in the West, it was just a gong show. That's hilarious. But that's why we probably all got along very well. I mean, I didn't really care what the guys were doing elsewhere. I mean, yeah. we never talked enough about it, and I don't, I don't really give a shit what they're doing. Yeah. Their stores are their stores, their customers are their customers, and I'll do my thing, and they but, do theirs. But you also know better, right? Like, it was just one of those things. It was like, look, I'm going to do what I do. 
right? And like, if yeah. I see stuff in market I don't like, I'm going to react to it, but I'm going to do what I do, right? Like, yeah, but I'm not going to phone know. the yeah. buyer. Then no. what are you doing? It's not my business what he does. I don't give a shit or he, what she no. does. That's, that's their issue. Yeah. My my thing would be okay. Yeah. Okay. You want to play that way? I'll play that way. <laughs> and then you just go and do something stupid yourself, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was never it was never a, a conversation or a. A thing, but I understand you like yours in Toronto would be a nightmare. Oh, because seriously, what if Procter and Gamble walked in? But like, what are you gonna the, say? It's just the most awkward, literally. And like, neither of us thought of it, right? Because we're buddies, we're still buddies. But why right? would you and think like, of it? It's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as we but, got there, it was like, ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is really this. not gonna look good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. So I wanted to, um, I wanted to go back to the Loblaws thing. Because you know what I was doing? I was reading – I don't know how you feel about this, but um, here's what I was thinking for today. I was thinking we should go back and talk about Loblaws and the price-fixing thing because I was reading about it online, and most of the articles are quite poor <laughs> on oh. on price-fixing. Like it's, it's kind of that – I actually think like the whole idea of like what Loblaws did – it's not clear. Like I'm actually reading like a whole bunch of, like um, the McLean's article on this is it's downright convoluted because all it talks about is how Loblaws costs you more money and it looks at the ratio of like cost of bread versus cost of inflation and how Loblaws jumped up the price but it doesn't actually talk about like pricing and why and what Loblaws did to fix the price. Do you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> there's none of that. I think, I think probably what happens with it is because they own Weston bakery. Yeah. And they're the largest grocer in the country. Yeah. Is that if they raise the prices and they have so much traffic, it might compel Canada bread to say, well, shit, what the hell? Yeah. We'll go with them, right? Yeah. So it's not like they sat and phoned each other or they, they, they um, you, you know what I mean? It, I, I don't, I'm not, I've read it too and I, I'm still kind of not quite getting, getting it. I think what it is really more than anything is because there's no competition. The two biggest, the two biggest bakeries run the country. Yeah. So if one yeah. goes and the other follows, I mean, in essence. Yeah, the funny, I mean, because, you know, I'll tell you what my first impression of this was. In a lot of ways, um, the copy of the NDAs that I've signed at a whole bunch of companies that I've worked at just popped into my head as I'm saying all this stuff. But in a lot of ways, there are, are a lot of if – you, if you went with price fixing and what it truly means – there are probably a lot of companies that would fall really close to the definition of price fixing, right? Like, yeah. Think of, think of like – I'm trying to pick a category that I didn't work in that so I, I don't get into any <laughs> – Well, I, but, I would hate but, for a lawyer to be listening to this and then and – then, so, but, but but, so what's price fixing to you? Like what is it? Um, so to me it's collusion. It's, it's when – um, major retail, like retail gets together and says, listen, like 
I am not going to sell. I'm not going to sell bread for any less than three dollars a loaf, and you shouldn't either. Right. Right. But it has to be. To me, it has to be the deliberate act of, like, literally, I'm Loblaws, you're London Drugs, Sobeys is over there, and somebody else is over there, and I, I call one of you guys, or I call all of you guys. Actually, no. I think if you call one, if I called you and I said, "Hey, Kenny, I'm going to sell." bread for three dollars and you went all right i'm gonna do the same right to me that would be price fixing to me that's totally price fixing yeah yeah so but yeah so here's but here's where i get stuck because and and you've seen this i've seen it from my side for sure on the brand side is there is you know like every brand has their fundamentals like nowadays they call it map pricing right like it could be msrp it could be yeah. less pricing it could be edlp like you know there's a million names for this but when a brand comes in makes a strong suggestion that you know the optimum like profit margin which should put you at three dollars for a loaf of bread right and then that brand walks around to all the retailers and makes that suggestion is that price fixing or not price fixing? I think the difference is, is because in, in theory, like a, a manufacturer suggests a retail means shit to a retailer. Because yeah. you can't tell me what the price is. It's yeah. not your business. You can't tell me what to do because that's price fixing. Yeah. You can suggest whatever you want. Yeah. But quite frankly, I know that, you know, Costco is going to do their thing. Yeah. Loblaws is a, is a wingnut account. It could go anywhere. I mean, who the yeah. hell knows where it's going to give it Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Walmart's going to do their own thing. So yeah, I mean the, the one I always, one I never really understood was was Map. It's yeah. like Apple comes in and says, "Listen, you know what? iPads are nine ninety eight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Now the only difference with that, the costs are so freaking high and the margins are so low. Yeah, is yeah. if anything, you'd want to sell it higher. The problem with that, see to me, that's almost like you know, I don't want to get into a law thing here either. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't this. Just talking, right? <laughs> but you know, if 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 okay, so if if an iPad's nine ninety eight, yeah, and let's say I make ten points on it, yeah, which is probably in the area of what you're gonna yep. make. Yeah, let's yeah. say it's between five and fifteen. There's no margin, yeah, right. But if I wanted to sell it for twelve ninety nine, which I'm every right to world to do, it's my shop. Yep. I'll do whatever I want. I'm gonna sell none. Because I know everybody else is at nine ninety eight. Yeah. So isn't that kind of sort of like? Isn't that sort of like price fixing? <laughs> so so yeah. I mean, you left me no room. You left me. I've got no option. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I, I mean, can be non competitive. Yeah. That is at the heart of my question. I mean. Um, I don't know. You know, I. I think I as long know. as you're not forced into doing it. Yeah. Maybe the difference was in the bread is because Western Bakery is so bloody large. That it just – and because they sold – see, at the end of the day, because – I mean, I let's say when we bought – well, I bought bread from Weston and Canada Bakery. Yeah. Right? It didn't matter. I mean because we you know we were too small. Yeah. But, not a bread. But, but at the end of the day, so let's say if I'm buying from Weston. Yeah. Well, Weston's is owned by a grocer. So whatever cost they dictate – and I know the margin for bread, let's say it was 20 or 25 points, whatever I needed to be to competitive. Yeah. Well, if they set the cost, but they're also a retailer, right? Well, maybe that is collusion then. Or that's see, to me, that's sort of like price fixing in essence, yeah. because 
I mean, you're you're kind of you're dictating <clears throat> you're dictating yeah. where my retail is going to be because I know you're a manufacturer, but I also know you retail it. Yeah. So I can't go much higher than what you're going to go, and I'm hoping you're not giving yourself a better break than you're selling to me because that's not fair. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. I mean, I think maybe that's what it is. I think it's just too mucky. That's probably what happened with it. It just it just. It forces everybody to it's, – it's, it's sort of the Apple thing. But I guess the difference with Apple, Apple could tell you, well, then don't carry it. Yeah. You're yeah. not obligated to carry it. You don't have to carry it. And if you sell below what we suggest because you're going to screw up the rest of retail, we just won't ship you. But that seems wrong too. That seems wrong too. So so and like so that's the other part of this, right? Is is so I do know, you know, I mean brands do this all the time is they do show up whether it's Apple or it's um bread or it's whatever, right? Like uh, let's yeah. stick with the bread examples. So I you know, you buy the bread, you know, you're going to go with 3 bucks because Lawboss is doing it at $3. Um and let's say you know, cuz this happened, right? So um somebody goes off campus, right? So you decide I'm going to make this a loss leader. So I know that it is. Yeah, I'm going to do a buck 99. I'm going to go gangbusters. I'm going to sell like a million loaves of bread. But, you know, um, for people listening, this is a common thing, right? It's called loss leader. You do it because you know people need it. You know it's a routine item. And you also know that the the amount of other things they're going to buy in your store when they, um, when they buy that loaf of bread is going to outstrip, you know, any losses that you take, right? <laughs> because the profit that you're going to get from everything else. So that's the principle behind loss leader. But if you did that and you went 199, undoubtedly someone from trade marketing or sales strategy, right? You know those guys. I'm one of those yeah. guys, right? Would show yeah. up at your door and go, "Listen, Kenny, you really you shouldn't do this. Here's why you should go back up to three dollars and and kind of." gently cajole you until you kind of you know brought your prices back up right because in the but i don't but i wasn't obligated to see that's the difference you, you, the thing is yeah i could tell you to pound sand what are you gonna do yeah yeah i mean uh, I'll, your only option yeah. is you can stop shipping me which you can't really do exactly right? like, so I, I, day, I couldn't legally do that and, and be able no. to defend myself and say oh exactly. well you know I, I just didn't have any london drugs allocated stock right like it would never be yeah yeah yeah. So the, I guess the, the thing is, on my side, the reason you you might convince me to move up mm-hmm. is is pu- purely empirical. If you're showing me, okay, listen, do the math, knucklehead. Mm-hmm. I know you lost leadered it, mm-hmm. but you and you sold a million widgets. Yeah. You made nothing. You actually lost money. Yeah. <clears throat> show me, you know, don't show me, but look at your basket analysis. Yeah. Did you actually grow your sales? If you didn't grow your sales. All you did was just leave money on the table. Yeah. You might as well go back up yeah. because you're not doing yourself any good. Now, yeah. if I went to you and said, listen, I sold a million widgets, but my baskets went from $40 to $70. Yeah. Buddy, I don't really give a shit what you say. Yeah. It was yeah. a good move for me corporately. Yeah. Typically, what you find, though, typically, it doesn't work. Price is the worst play. <laughs> it's a short-term hit. Yeah. You get it for a little bit. And then you know if 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 I hold it there, I get a guy like a Loblaws or a Walmart who's going to come in and say, you know what, that little prick in the West is going to screw it up. Thump. Yeah. 
and then they got billions of dollars and then the game's over and then i'm out anyway yeah Yeah. so i never won anything and then it's almost eight weeks right because after you go back or whatever the time frame is whatever it it is a long time right because it takes every retailer takes a cut at this until you know everyone goes listen this is madness right we've all been losing money for six months or whatever it is like let's go back you know and then everyone slowly migrates back up again right so yeah you're right but, but there was really nobody could force me to do anything. Yeah. Really, at the end of the day, my answer was always the same. Well, you can't do that because it's price fixing. Yeah. It, it, I'm buying it. Whatever I decide to sell it for is my business. Yeah. If I want to lose a ton of money in your product because I think my customers come in and buy more of other things, I mean, it may not be the soundest business decision per se. Yeah. But it's mine. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't care what you think. I mean, I'm doing yeah. it because I've, I've got a valid business reason. I mean, 90 times out of 100, you would go back and look at it. Okay, well, you know, really, that probably wasn't the smartest move. I didn't really grow anything. Yeah. And if anything, I just yeah. left. I lost, you know, I lost a shitload yeah. of money for what? Yeah. To sell a few more extra pieces. But really, nothing grew. Yeah. The market didn't grow yeah. because all it did, it took from somebody else. It's not like, you know, you know, you can you can increase the, the world of Tylenol or, you know, I'm not going to buy 70 extra loaves of bread because it's on deal every day. Well, right. I can only eat so much bread. Yeah. Right? I can only freeze so much bread. I can only eat Well, so that's much. just it. But sooner yeah. or later, what are you going to do with it? It's over. I can't. This... <laughs> I can only consume yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I was trying to understand it too. I'm not, I, I think their biggest problem sometimes is that they, it's, it's, it's a retailer that just happens to own you know, yeah. a bunch of the supply chain. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in this case, I mean, the... That we all buy from. The relationship between Loblaws and Canada Bread is, or not Canada Bread, Weston Bakery Weston. is is pretty, it's pretty tight, right? Like, and it's weird. I would that, think so, I don't know. Yeah, like like a bakery and, and the and the grocer being in, in bed together is, is weird, but yeah, yeah. You know what, again, you know what, I, I mean, I don't, I didn't, you know, I, we're not behind the scenes, you and I, so, I mean, there might have been really, really overt or coercive yeah tactics being used i don't know yeah <clears throat> right i mean it's a sad part is i mean i think what the conversation we got into there day was really the conversation is because yeah the sad part is it just didn't surprise us listeners out there um kenny and i were talking about this law laws thing um we we want to hear from you on this so if somebody has insight on uh, any more color, or um, you know, or you have an opinion on on this can on this whole bread fixing thing? Uh, we want to hear from you. So tweet us at this commerce life, or email us at this commerce life at gmail dot com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and and um, and talk to you about it because um, I think both of us this one kind of makes us a little crazy as well. So if you've got insight, um, definitely um, tweet us or or email us, and uh, we'd love to talk to you. Um, yeah, I'd love to get some more perspective yeah. on this one because I really didn't. Um, yeah, you know, I understood the chocolate. Remember the chocolate bar one a couple years ago? Oh my gosh, yes. That yeah. one I sort of understood because it sounded like they actually all potentially talked or emailed each other, right? And I think that's what the Canadian government went after because at that point it's like, okay, you guys are seriously all yip yapping. Yeah. <clears throat> to 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 set this set this price that I understood. Yeah. Well, no, that's not that's that I necessarily clear. cared a whole bunch, but yeah. whatever. I understood, yeah. that, you know, it's chocolate bars, but it's not the it's not the commodity. It's the concept you got to be careful of. 
I sent you, um, I don't know if you saw it, so if you get a chance, there is a whole series of Squarespace ads with uh, Keanu Reeves in them. Did you, I, I, I pissed myself. They're Those hilarious. are so clever. Right? They're like, so and I was clever. just like, oh my god, I, now I want to go back and redesign the website just because, right? Like, <laughs> like, like, you know, I'm telling you, like, it's, like, it's just... I think because we're both in the same, it's just it's time yeah. to rebrand. It's yeah. just rebranding time. Yeah. Just rebranding time. Now I'm just that's. I did a um, a webinar this morning. Yeah. I signed up for one. It was um, a girl out of um, Kentucky talking okay. about the um, the changes to Facebook um, and the Instagram coming of how he's yeah. going to potentially. I don't know if you know it. You, you know what? They're talking two distinct feeds, right? Yeah. Which is kind of um, trying to understand their. I understand his logic because you want to make Facebook more back to what Facebook was, which yeah. was friends looking at pictures of kids, blah 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 blah. Yeah. But from a business standpoint, like for the bar or the coffee company, it's not really having that organic reach because you've, you're going to restrict the shit out of it. Yeah. Is is problematic. Yeah. There's right. A, so anyway, I did this webinar. She was given ideas on different ways to make sure that you still um, you're still relevant and you still uh, um, you know will get um, a fair amount of organic uh, um, notice out of things. But I just sent you. I've been listening to it. Um, uh, there's a there's a really great podcast by uh, a group called Recode, and they're kind of yeah. like smaller media, um, but they do really you know like externalists from big places, right? Just doing a more boutique job and um they actually talked to um the facebook guys though so the guy who runs feed and then um a former journalist who's you know been hired over to talk to journalists about how it works because one of the things that they were talking about is just the concern that um one they they kind of wandered into news feeds and like product feeds um yeah. as a revenue stream but they kind of didn't realize the shitstorm they're getting into and so, like, all of the stuff around, like, fake news and, like, yeah. you know, Russians populating, yeah. it's, it's really kind of like they're trying to figure out, like, literally they're trying to pull themselves out of that, right? Which is, you know, precipitating all of this change, right? And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a neat episode. I haven't quite finished it, but they talk about... Send it to me. I'd love um, to listen to it. Yeah. Because yeah. I disagree with what they're trying to do, and I know they're getting pressure to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't want to save... Um, the U.S. government from being influenced if it's going to destroy a bunch of small business because yeah. we all know that Facebook is probably the number one resource for all of us. I mean, yeah. people are going to Facebook before any other medium, web page, way ahead of web pages. Yeah. They check to see if you have a Facebook page first. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing, you're interviewing somebody for jobs. Where do you go first? Yeah. LinkedIn. You don't go to LinkedIn. You go to Facebook. You want to see yeah. what the hell they're doing. Yeah. You don't want to see a fake one. Yeah. That LinkedIn's a clean one. I want to yeah. see what the real stuff that's going on on Facebook. <laughs> it's true. Right? It's true. It's true. But if they start restricting it too much, I'm just worried that, like, yeah, I mean, it's just because it's, it's a great way for us to connect to our people. So, I mean, this girl's the, the, the whole premise was keep your content interesting, keep it authentic, keep it on point um, so that you do get um, um, the likes, the shares, et cetera, because yeah. that will – flip the algorithm to, to put you back into 
you can't be lazy, which is yeah. like maybe that's what it is. I mean, we all got pretty lazy, and that's where the fake news comes yeah. in. Because yeah. when you just start retweeting, well, Trump's classic example. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Numbnuts retweets shit without even yeah. reading it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, so seriously, if you can't even control the guy who's put into the damn country, yeah, what do you expect from the rest of us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, set the bar. <laughs> you know, you're retweeting yeah. white nationalists. I mean, buddy. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. seriously, you can only work with you so long, right? You got to, yeah. you, know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be, but I, I don't, it's just, I, so when I was listening to the Rico, so I, I, um, I sent it to you by text, so you should have a link, um, you can jump. Okay. That's it. my life. My text was um, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah. I think that, um, they're also talking about putting in pay portals for news. Like, so if you're, if like it's the Globe and Mail or, you know, um, the Telegraph or whatever, there's going to be a pay portal that, you know, once you've read like five articles or whatever, it's going to. You know, it's going to redirect you so you can buy a subscription before you can keep reading. So I don't know if I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. But I actually think that what it might do is just push. What I like about it is that it's going to push news away from the feed. And so if the feed was just your friends and your family and then, um, you know, kind of a bunch of uh, advertising, that sort of thing, I think that might be OK, too. So I don't yeah, know that possibly. you know like so I don't know that if it's it's all that crazy. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to be that catastrophic. I also think like there's a ton of other stuff now, right? Like I mean, if you do live streaming on Facebook or you do videos on Facebook, they do yeah. great, right? Like yeah. so I think it means that um, <clears throat> the the cheap and cheerful like Facebook targeting ads you might have to walk away from. And you yeah. just, you might have to do more authentic content, right? So, which is, I think, where your girl is going. All right, that's the end of this Commerce Life. We'll be back soon with the next episode. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, give us feedback. Tell us what you think. Subscribe, like us, join us, share us, tell your friends about us. And uh, we hope to see you next time with uh, with more Commerce news.